Welcome to the Panine Halacha podcast. Festivals, Chapter 13, Shavuos, Section 2, Preparation and Purification during Sfirah Saomer. The relationship between God and the Jewish people is compared to that of a bride and groom, as we read from the book of Yeshayahu, the 62nd chapter. As a bridegroom rejoices over his bride, so will God rejoice over you. In a similar vein, we read from the book of Yirmiyahu, Thus said the Lord, I accounted to your favor the devotion of your youth, your love as a bride, how you followed me in the wilderness in a land not sown. The exodus from Egypt is considered an act of betrothal, because with it, God separated us from all the nations and sanctified us by making us his special nation. The day of the giving of the Torah is likened to a wedding day, because through the Torah our lives are intertwined with God. See the Talmud, Mesachatanis, Chavav Ahmed Bez. The sages explain that even after the Jews left Egypt, they still could not receive the Torah, as during their enslavement they had descended to the 49th level of impurity. Just as a menstruating woman needs to count seven days before she can immerse and purify herself, so too the Jews needed to count seven weeks in order to purify themselves from the impurity of Egypt and become fit to connect with God. This is based on the Zohar in Parshas Emor. The number seven indicates the complete manifestation of something, as the world was created in seven days. Indeed, every physical entity has six sides, four lateral sides, a top and a bottom, as well as a seventh aspect, its essence. Man has seven facets as well, which is why it takes seven days to go from a state of defilement to a state of purity. For seven days, one prepares every facet of selfhood to rise from the defilement to purity. The same is true of purification for sacred endeavors in this world, like eating truma food and sacrificial foods, and for a woman's purification for her husband. However, receiving the divine Torah, whose lofty status belongs to the supernal worlds, requires a much deeper count, seven weeks instead of seven days. In this count, each of the seven numbers themselves becomes manifested through each of their own seven facets. Thus, our purification to receive the Torah is complete. Every aspect of our character undergoes refinement and expresses its yearning and anticipation for receiving the Torah. We were thus able to achieve the highest heights beyond nature and thus receive the divine Torah, through which we are able to perfect and elevate the world, bringing it closer to redemption. Throughout those seven weeks, Israel eagerly awaited and anxiously anticipated receiving the Torah. A Midrash relates that when Moshe announced to Israel that after leaving Egypt they would worship God at Mount Sinai and receive the Torah, the people asked him, When will this take place? Moshe answered, After fifty days. Then, due to their great love for God, they counted every day, saying, One day has passed, two days have passed, and so on every day. Because of their love and anticipation for the Torah, it did seem like such a long time to them. Because of this, their Torah endured. As the sages state, If one's fear of sin precedes his wisdom, his wisdom will endure. 
If his wisdom precedes his fear of sin, his wisdom will not endure. That comes from Pirkei Ava. The preparation and purification leading up to Shavuos are so important that they give the holiday its primary name, Chag HaShavuot. As we read in the Torah, in the book of Devarim, you shall count off seven weeks. Start to count the seven weeks when the sickle is first put to the standing grain. Then you shall observe the festival of weeks for the Lord your God. Similarly, we read in the book of Shamos, you shall observe the festival of weeks of the first fruits of the wheat harvest. Since preparation is so important, one should be careful not to begin the Mariv of Shavuos night before Seisachochavim, that is, before nightfall, so that every bit of the seven-week preparation period may be utilized and the preparation for receiving the Torah can be completed. This idea comes from the Mishnah Bura. To summarize, Pesach is like a betrothal between God and the Jewish people, while Shavuos is like the actual wedding. Pesach is like the beginning of the count of a woman in Nida, and Shavuos is like the reuniting of the couple. The days in between Pesach and Shavuos are 7 times 7, or 49 days, suggesting a complete process of transformation. Seven days is a common waiting period between Tuma, impurity, and Tahara, purity. For something as monumental and supernatural as receiving the Torah, we undertook a seven times seven day period of purification. The name Shavuos, or weeks, highlights a particular aspect of the connection of this holiday to Pesach, the aspect of process or development as one holiday leads us over the course of these seven weeks to the next. Because this process, this journey between Pesach and Shavuos, is so integral to the nature of Shavuos, there are issues with bringing Shavuos night in early. Let the entire 49th day finish before celebrating the holiday. As such, the Mishnah Brewer rules that one should only daven Mariv on Shavuos night after nightfall, that is, after the 49th day has completely concluded. One quick note from me. In the previous section, we established that Shavuos can be understood as a complement holiday to Pesach. In this section, we ask, but what kind of complement? What's the relationship? Is one holiday primary and the other subservient? Are they opposites that balance each other out, or pairs that reinforce a particular message? The answer in this case is striking. Their connection lays not in the essence of the holidays themselves, but in the shared journey between the two. Shavuos is connected to Pesach not necessarily because of anything that happened on Pesach per se, or anything that happened on Shavuos per se, but because there is some kind of transformation or process or development that is meant to occur between the two holidays. This concludes the Panini Halacha's reflection on Shavuos as a holiday connected to Pesach. In the upcoming sections, we'll begin to appreciate Shavuos as an independent, standalone holiday. The Panini Halacha podcast provides English audio of Panini Halacha, an exceptional work of Halacha by Rav Eliezer Malamed Shlita. The English translation was overseen by Ellie Fisher and Corin Publishers. These texts are available for free online and 
beautiful printed volumes are available for purchase. The summaries and reflections are from me, Ben Greenfield, rabbi of the Greenpoint Shul in New York City. I occasionally make subtle changes to the original translation, often for clarity, sometimes by mistake.